Ciao and Happy New Year! My name is Umberto Mucci and this is with the Italian News podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Thursday, January 6, 2022 and this is the first video of this new year, the third year with Covid. Here in Italy we celebrate La Befana today. Dear friends, I resumed the video with Italian News after a few days off and in this period that usually should be of joy and happiness, Italy has instead seen a situation of danger and anguish because all the numbers of the virus have become much worse. It's true that the vaccination campaign continues well and yesterday one of the records that was beaten was that of the number of vaccinations in one day, never so many, but the same record was beaten for the number of new positive cases and these days the record is updated every day. In the last two days we have lost almost 400 Italians because of Covid and the total of Covid deaths has reached an impossible number of more than 138,000 Italians. 138,000. During the holidays became effective the mandatory mask, not only inside any venue but also outdoors all over Italy. Today one Italian region out of two is in the yellow zone but with the new rules there is no more difference with the white one because of the rate of occupation of hospital facilities however some regions risk the orange zone where the restrictions are heavier and these regions are Marche, Valle d'Aosta, Liguria and the autonomous province of Bolzano while Sicily and Calabria already have some municipalities in the orange zone and soon the whole regions could end up there. In the biggest hospital in Palermo <coughs> there is no more room, even the stretchers are finished and a field hospital is being set up. Omicron spreads very quickly and even if it has less strong symptoms the higher number of infected people causes a, a very high number of positive cases, of hospitalizations, of intensive care and of deaths. On average, two-thirds of those hospitalized are unvaccinated people, who in total are about 10% of Italians. Some are the youngest, who in the age 5-11 years old have already recently begun to be vaccinated. In the past week, compared to the previous week, there has been an 86% increase in patients hospitalized for COVID under the age of, 11, of uh, 18. The number of hospitalized children has almost doubled and tripled in intensive care. But in all the Italian hospitals there is an emergency. <clears throat> the number of hospitalizations for COVID is growing. Care is often refused for those who have other health problems. Also because some health workers have been infected although vaccinated. Others are in quarantine because they have come into contact with someone positive. Others are suspended from duty because they refuse to vaccinate, so it is a problem even to cover the shifts and many have been doing double or even triple shifts from early December almost without rest. And there are more and more cases all over Italy of healthcare workers being attacked both verbally and physically by unvaccinated patients who refuse treatment and take it, take it out on those who are trying to save their lives. Unacceptable. Today also should restart the soccer championship, but the four games out of ten will not be played because there are too many infected players and even in the stadiums the allowed capacity has been reduced to avoid worsening the situation. Italy is seriously considering the possibility to stop the tournament as happened in March 2020 or to return to play the games without the public. The two pieces of good news in the middle of this ocean of bad news 
are that the Italian Drug Agency has given the okay to the third dose of vaccine for young people in the 12 or 15 years old range to be done four months after the, the, the administration of the second dose as for adults and that the first uh, specific antiviral drug against COVID, drug against COVID, which works if you take it in the first days of infection, is now available in Italy. Yesterday, a very important decision was taken by the Italian government, not without a lot of fights inside the very heterogeneous political majority that supports it. The Italian government has imposed mandatory COVID vaccinations for people aged 50 and over in a bid to stem a steep rise in COVID-19 infections. From February 15, all public and private workers over 50 will only be able to access their workplace with the Super Green Pass which is obtained, the Super Green Pass, by those who have been vaccinated or recovered from COVID-19. The mandatory vaccination will also apply to those aged over 50 who are unemployed. The vaccine mandate will apply to all over 50s residents in Italy, include, including foreign citizens. The measures will remain in force until June 15, with those who violate the rules facing fines of between 600 and 1500 euros. Employees who fail to present a Super Green Pass will have their salary frozen. The mandatory vaccination, which already applies to Italy's health workers, police, teachers and the military, starting today will also apply to all university staff. In addition to the new vaccine mandate, the government has once again expanded the scope of the normal Green Pass, not the Super Green Pass, the normal one, for additional services and activities. <clears throat> From January 20 until March 31, the normal Green Pass, which is obtained by those who have been vaccinated or recovered from COVID-19, but also those who have a negative swab not older than 48 hours, will be needed to access addresses, beauticians, banks, post offices, non-essential essential shops and shopping malls. So, the only places where no Green Pass will be required, not the normal Green Pass and not the Super Green Pass, the only places where no Green Pass will be required are now supermarkets, pharmacies and ER departments. <clears throat> Smart working will continue to be encouraged in Italy for workers in both the public and private sector. There are also new COVID protocols for schools. In primary schools, if one child in a class tests positive for COVID, the students continue to attend lessons in the classroom. However, if there are two or more cases, then the class switches to distance learning for 10 days. In middle and high schools, after three COVID cases in the class, remote learning is triggered, but only for the unvaccinated. Those who are vaccinated can continue to attend class in person with self-monitoring protocols in place and mandatory FFP2 masks. <coughs> Another important fact that happened in this period is that, the first, is that the first vote to elect the new President of the Republic has been called for January 24. And also this is an event that will have its problems due to the Covid because not all those who would be entitled to do so will be able to participate if they will be positive or in quarantine. I remind you that in Italy we citizens don't vote to elect the head of the state. Those who vote are the members of the parliament together with some representatives of the regions for a total of just over 1000 people. January 24th, the day of the first vote, is a Monday, and that day I will dedicate the entire video to the institutional aspects of this event that is repeated in Italy every seven years, that is the duration of the term of the office of the President of the Republic, and that this year, particularly this year, due to all the problems we have, seriously threatens to be the most complicated, Machiavellian and unpredictable political event in the history of Italian politics, and probably not only. <clears throat> Two recent economic news items uh, are of great concern to Italy and risk seriously compromising our economic recovery. 
The first concern is inflation. Italy's annual inflation rate climbed to 3.9% in December, the highest level since August 2008. This is due to several factors, the most important by far being the cost of energy. The increases in electricity and gas bills that have been triggered since January 1st would have been even more hard if the government had not intervened by allocating up to now 8 billion to mitigate increases. But the effects of the skyrocketing of energy costs are still devastating for Italy. In 2022, electricity will cost 55% more and gas will be, will be increased by 42% figures that without government intervention would have been respectively plus 65% for electricity and plus 59% for gas. This means that in 2022 on average Italian families and businesses will pay 610 euros more per year for gas and 334 euros more for electricity. These are problems that arise from years of wrong energy policy and too dependent on foreign countries and from geopolitical balances that changed without Italy being able to control them much and of which we pay the consequences. The reconversion of energy sources taking place all over the world and particularly in Europe does not help us because increasing the use of renewable sources is absolutely essential but long and painful and in the meantime these are the results. On this issue, in Europe today is being considered the new generation nuclear power, <coughs> which still provides high costs and long time. But for decades, Italy has given up this type of energy, while, for example, France, which has 50, 56 nuclear uh, power plants, and some of them are on the border with Italy, has no such problems. Let me end this terrible episode of with Italian news, full of such worrying news, with a small but good news. It will be presented on February 18, 2022 at the Expo in Dubai, the microchip capable of making the prothetic mask change color when it loses its effectiveness. The, infection, the, invention, the invention is by a young 19-year-old from Camerata Picena in the province of Ancona in the Marche region, an Italian boy, son of parents who emigrated to Italy from Romania, enrolled in the first year of electronic engineering at the Polytechnic of Turin, who has already patented it, uh, has desi he designed it over a year ago and before graduating he had made the prototype. He got the idea after reading that 72% of a sample of mask users were using the device for so long that it became ineffective in acting as a barrier to the virus. With the requirement to use masks everywhere now, the sensor would become essential, the student explained. If the filtering device was still not effective, the mask would change color. Using this device on each mask would allow the to further reduce the possibility of infection, but the system is also valid for other uses. <coughs> it could be widely used in the food field. The change of color would indicate any bad preservation of food and also report their expiration date after opening, thus avoiding possible waste or food infections. Let's start this difficult year, the third of this pandemic era that sees us more and more tired with a little good Italian news. So please, please protect yourselves. Please wear the mask. Please stay safe and stay healthy. Please, please be careful. My name is Umberto Mucci. This was We The Italian News. I'll see you next Thursday. Next, uh, uh, I'll see you on the next video. I'm sorry. I'll see you next Monday. Ciao from Rome.